Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our main sponsors, Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. If you are around Cork, be sure to pop in for one of those uh, famous pints of theirs over the summer, or what's left of the summer. Anyway, let's get back to the main show. We've got Letty here from the Metal Cell. How are you, Letty? Thanks for joining I'm, us. I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and we've Cormac from Eyes Eternal. Thanks, Cormac, Thank for joining us tonight. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show, my friend. Welcome to the show. I think you might have been on before with the Ashiri project. Yeah, I think that the last time I was here for Ashiri, I think we were plugging the the kind of wrap up gig we were doing. Yes, last last time I remember. I remember it was like only a little bit after I did that with Dara and the rest. He ended up asking me to join Arenda. So yeah, that gig led to good things. Yes, there you go, man. Maybe we'll just talk about that as an artist yourself. Cormac, how did you find the Shirey? Like, it definitely opened up friendships, I think, for a lot of people that like didn't know each other and stuff, and music collaborations that formed out of it as well, maybe? Yeah, I've definitely noticed a lot of bands I'm seeing are recruiting members or new things are starting from people who have just met via Shirey. Mm. I think just the goodness of the project was it showed you which musicians were actually dedicated and would do things with as needed. Yes. Like, you know, you're, you're all a lot of musicians and you don't know how they are in a bad situation, whether they'll actually go to practice, whether or not they're going to help put in the work. With Shirey, there was no getting away with it. Yeah. Uh, it basically showed up, okay, these are the best musicians and are the ones who will actually do what needs to be done. Yeah. And I think it was just really good because it just gave us something to do. Because we're all just stuck in lockdown, not able to do a damn thing, and we yeah. just experiment, work with people we wouldn't normally work with. Like I did yes, a trash exactly. song, even though I quit the trash stuff years ago. Put out yeah. a song that uh, I thought I'd never release because it was just too melodic. Mm. I was I also talking just to gave Dara. Me an excuse to be yeah. disgustingly liberal with a grindcore song. <laughs> I was talking to Derek about the Shirey as well. Like I mean, I said it to him on the show, like how creative he was anyway. And oh, yeah. yeah. And looking at all the friendships you all made through it and working remotely as well, writing music, it was just something completely different and out of the norm, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like I, like I can't been working just in my own bedroom for a few years before that, just doing demos and stuff like that. But mm. I feel like that's what really pushed the idea, really, that, hey, this is a legit way of running a band or doing music in this age. Yeah, and you don't have to hire a big studio, or you don't have to get all five members in one room, or you're not yeah. a proper band. Mm. Yeah. What about your opinion of a show? Did you enjoy it? Ah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Just getting to flex my muscles, trying to give me a bit more confidence as a producer, yeah. uh, as a musician. Like I pushed myself out really hard on a few of those songs, like mm. uh, "Born Under a Bad Sign." That's the most technical thing I've ever done just on bass. Like, I was even saying to the lads, I don't even think I can do this. But, what was uh, on that? I'm guessing that was a Carol? No? Uh, it was Tom Woodlock. Oh, fuck it. Okay, that was that. Yeah. Uh, he did the drum programming and the vocals. Uh, that was Connor James. Jesus, did, you're right. Went on to yeah. do for a while. And then uh, we had Rats, sound guy for the scratch, doing a lead guitar solo, and then Jack Penders mixing it. Fuck. What a what a combination! Yeah, that's a proper tech Dell lineup, and then I somehow fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to lay down the bass. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. 
not it's not as easy as you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, what did you think of the whole Ashiri project? Were you convinced that it would work at the start, and were you impressed with the outlay in the end? Ah, uh, yeah, I really did like it. I liked all the um. I just loved how technical and melodic it was at the same time. I just, it really, really did grow on me. I listened to it about five times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it did catch a lot of people by surprise because there were some people in the scene who just uh, did not believe in the idea and were like making fun of it. Mm. And, like, yeah. I could look a few of them going like, so still making fun of it. Uh, was it three grand or so raised for charity, three yeah. albums on a live show later? They'll make fun yeah. of it. Don't think yeah. so. <laughs> you proved them all wrong. Exactly. And you know what? Another thing that I think it was just the, the sheer quality of the songs that came out of it. Um, it's a lovely bookend to, to mark the end of COVID and come out of there. You know, you've got three albums worth of material there. And as you said, a lot of friendships made and a lot of collaborations together. And, you know, Long may it last, really. It united a lot of a lot of solo artists, I would say, like yourself, Cormac, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, one thing that really came out of it was, no, worry about musicians who are very, no, been very hidden. Maybe they have one or two friends, but they never really hold down the whole gigging scene. Because let's face it, some musicians just don't like the gigging scene. It's just not for them. Mm. But very much, mm. hey, we got something to show here. Yeah. And were you working on this EP the whole time as well while you were doing a shiry? No, I've had this. Uh, this is a funny story. So I've had this done since June, July 2020. Wow. Yeah, it's a weird story. What happened was uh, I quit my old band, Genova, in October 2017. Took like a year and a bit out just because I was, I'd already done fair few years of heavy gigging at SH. I just needed a bit of a rest. Mm-hmm. Needed to sort out my working situation. And yeah, I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to get back into the gigging scene. Keyword, gigging scene. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make my own EP. I'm going to use as a calling card, say, hey, I've got four tracks of good quality music here. I did it at home. Just need to learn it off. We'll write some more stuff where I could just write at home, whatever suits the band best. Went to the studio with Damien uh, doing session the job uh the last of it got recorded february 29th 2020 key date because that was the we were in belfast and it was the day COVID was first discovered in belfast wow up with josh yeah up with josh yeah he really he saved that project like no same like i'm not gonna go into it because i don't want to call out a terrible producer but uh <laughs> basically there's a, te- a lot of technical screw-ups caused by the other producer and uh josh saved the whole project wow yeah and then and then we got yeah we got it all done mixed and mastered i had the idea of you know what this COVID, it'll blow over by june when we were, I put I put the first single out, thinking, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'll get some momentum going." Then we're all coming back. Everyone remember that one band who did release stuff during the pandemic. Yes. Then yeah. it rolled on, rolled on. I still had the idea of oh, I'll be a live band, so no point releasing something for a live band when we're stuck indoors. Mm. So I just kept it on hand, and so I'll, I'll release it when pandemic's over. Pandemic ended, but by then I had different problems, like I had a different band at Al Shirey. 
uh, I had a living situation problem where essentially I, I was nearly became homeless for a little while, not the greatest. And you know, I def- then I had a render pop up, so I'd never had a good time to release it. Okay. Then last November came, I realized I've had this EP for nearly three years now. I need uh, to get it out. Yeah. And I just said, okay, at this stage, I've got a render as the main live thing. So this, I'm not going to have time to do how you turn as a live thing. Okay. So what I'll just do is I'll just get it out there, do some Twitch shows behind it, and just start promoting it as a studio project. Hmm. Uh, that was in November. <laughs> Then I had a bloody CD distributor jerk me around for a couple months. Uh, and then eventually I got the CDs and I was just in Goldman. I was like, okay, I'm not even going to think about uh, two weeks of putting it off from now, putting it to post now, so I can't get it back out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that whole period, like, I mean, 2020, like three years of you moving through different cycles of your life and, you know, obviously a lot of stress as well. Had you much time to sit down and write a bit of music for yourself after that? Oh, well, yeah, I always am trying to write. I think in the last year, I kind of found my groove a little bit more. Obviously, I'm writing with Horrenda now, so putting rips towards that. Yeah. But I, I am, whenever I feel like experimenting, I do kind of write under Potential Eyes Eternal, just because like, that feels like the band I'm going to do weird experimental stuff. I, even like EG with like an eight string or a guitar and a weird tuning, I kind of just say, okay, you know what, maybe this is an Eyes Eternal track, maybe it's not, whatever. So I'll write okay. riffs here and there, but maybe two three tracks that i could definitely say yeah that's definitely easy term material yeah, yeah. i passed on yeah, the on ep to letty anyway letty what was your opinion on it uh again it caught me by surprise i was like i listen to a lot of the albums and stuff that richie sends me while i'm uh playing a game called um euro truck simulator i don't know if you've ever heard of it <laughs> yeah i know that <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, barreling down um, the M1 or the motorway at like 80 kilometers an hour while listening to some black metal, it caused some accidents. <laughs> oh, That's a great ad way. for it. You might crash your car while driving. While I went over the barrier. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's just hilarious, Letty. The stuff that the show brings out in people. You're a driver. I, I'm a surprised simulator. that I'm yeah. always surprised Euro Truck Simulator has like the M50 in. I just presume there's just general American highway. No, there's a separate one called American Truck Simulator. So that's in America, and then Euro Euro Truck is in Europe. So it's got the UK, Croatia, all of them. You can buy DLCs for Spain and Portugal. <laughs> Wow, I, I just yeah. thought it was just gonna be general roads, like no, randomly got, generated. Like, actually, yeah. actual roads. That is yeah, brilliant. you can see like landmarks from like three pixels away, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and you're blasting like... eyes eternal. I love yeah. it. Fantastic. <laughs> and that's always my test is to have it in the car, you know, and play it in the car. Cormac, congratulations on it, man, because I think it's one of the best EPs released this year, without a doubt. Thank you know, so. Absolutely loved it. Uh, there's so much going on with it. There's so much variety as well, isn't there, Letty? Yeah, uh, I was actually, uh, one of my questions was um, for like, you know, the really extreme screaming parts, like um, do you have a vocal routine for warming up or like how do you keep your voice in check? I don't. <laughs> no, I, 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 I kind of just learned a general technique. I don't really, I haven't been able to practice it much these days. And back then I definitely wasn't practicing. Literally my, my only way I could sing uh was when i was recording that's it so maybe i do like a quick warm-up with uh you know a bit of slept or whatnot 
or generally just go straight into it. And I kind of developed like a kind of carcassy sort of sound. Mm. Mm. And then it's literally just double up the vocals, maybe do a little growl here or two. And then I just said to Josh, as I know I'm not the best streamer or whatnot, just do what you can with it and just make it something I wouldn't expect. And yeah. props to him, he made a killer vocal sound. Yeah, he did actually. He did. Yeah, Steve Cannon was involved as well. Is he a friend of yours? Yeah, oh. yeah, he's a long term friend, known since I was 18. And I will give props to Steve because we. I was looking for someone to record the Klee vocals. It was down between him or Michael Murphy, another brilliant singer in Ireland. And I think Michael I didn't. The timing didn't work. And Who was Steve, he with before Michael Murphy? He was with within without. Okay. And I think he's with Fires now, but they're not really doing a huge amount because he's quite busy these days. Okay, so Steve then with Displace Hell impressed you. Yeah, Displace Hell, Jeffield Chemistry. Uh, mm. Yeah, um, props to him. He recorded during the super early days of COVID where nobody knew what the hell was happening. He made time to help me out with this. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, again, it, it's different, didn't it really? Just the, the contrast of the vocals, especially with two songs that we're going to play later on coming up. What I couldn't believe, right? And I did um, a solo project episode, maybe two episodes ago. Um, and the three lads that came on, uh, shout out to Adrian Foley of Necrokinesis, Red Corcoran of uh, Necrotized, actually. And I'm going to get the third one, Rowan of Terror Syndrome. All of them use program drums. Obviously, it, there's an art form to using program drums. Yeah. So while I was listening to this, and I didn't do any research, Cormac, while you, when you gave it to me, I just fucking threw it on the car and was playing away. And I was just going, man, Cormac knows he's fucking program drums. That is seriously intensive program drums. And I was just going, fucking hell. It's a shame, really. You know, they're so good. And then when I researched it, it was fucking Damien. Like, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> I was so happy to see his fucking name credited for that. Like, excellent. You had to be credited for him. But yeah, just I was I kind of when I was going to this project, I kind of said to myself, I could use program drums, but I don't I don't really want to. Like, of course, yeah. it makes total sense from like an economic standpoint, because it costs a lot of money to record drums. It costs money to hire Damien. Uh, well, not too much. <laughs> It's not too much money to hire David. I don't want just that. He's a bridge or whatever. You, whatever he wants to charge, he's worth it. Trust yes. me. Yes. Okay. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, it kind of makes it makes sense. Obviously, we need to find a place to record drums, pay the studio, mm. then we have to work with it, and then we have to work on actually writing drums because I did program some drums as a sort of a demo as a guide for him. Yes, of course. But I just yeah. said. I need real drums on this because I didn't feel like a proper release with program drums. Fair enough, if that's what you'd want to do with your record. And I have heard some amazing records with program drums, or even just like a, an e drum kit. To me, I wanted that real sound. Like, I didn't even want triggers on it. Mm. And yeah, so I just said, if I'm going to make this EP, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to mm. get live drums. And also, remember, I wanted a live band, so it made sense to get an actual drummer who could play the stuff. Yeah, that's always the thing with program drums, especially as I'm a drummer myself. I'm always listening, especially the, the rap scene. They're terrible for the drum parts are just impossible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I did write, I was a little guilty of that. I did write <laughs> one or two bits like Bloodstained Wings, that blast section. That was originally doubled up. That's like, 
262 BPM, yeah. full on blast beat. And I literally, did, I, I literally did have some drummers in the scene turn down the EP just for that bit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I said, like, but, are you um... do it? they just couldn't handle it. But uh, yeah, I, I worked with Damien. We just said, okay, this bit would work, this bit wouldn't. I, most of the time, I took his ideas, one or two bits. I did kind of say, no, go at what's programmed because it feels better. <laughs> yeah, I often think as well one of my favorite albums of last year was eternal health cracks their drummer his name doesn't come to me at the moment jesus is brilliant but like yeah it's got damien's stamp all over the cp man it's brilliant yeah, props so, damien. he did actually he didn't even just record it once he wrote it twice <laughs> because the main issue that we need to help josh's help with was the first version of the drums were recorded technically they were they were bollocks like there was like mike's going into each other there was routing issues like all like technical screw-ups that the producer Richard couldn't fix yeah and he wanted like stupid amounts of money for us to redo it so pay us to repair his mistakes yeah screw that okay Josh for saving our ass with that yeah fair play man for Damien for being willing to record that twice we're gonna work our way through we're gonna do a track by track there's four songs on the EP would you care to share your favorite song with us, Letty, before we start, or do you want me to play them and then you'll call it out? Honestly, the EP, I haven't listened to a lot of EPs this year, but this is definitely on the higher mark of um, mm. scale. So yeah. um, I'd say all of them are my favorites. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, for me anyway, <laughs> and now, as I said, there's four there, and it's very, very unusual for me to pick the opening track as my favorite track. Now, it might change as, you know, I've after listened to it now 10 or 12 times, but it's just fucking fantastic. And we'll talk about it, Cormac, after the song is played, because there's, there's a lot I have to ask you about it. So this is From Red to White. Oh, nice. 
man, that is just fucking class. So good. So good. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was kind of like surprised that From Red to White was kind of a bit of the unexpected hit of the EP. Like a lot of people are really gelling with like Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, I obviously I like it too, but I just kind of thought it'd be maybe a bit too out there, maybe just it kind of goes too many different places. Yeah, to see that's the thing. That's what I loved about it. It was just like blast beats are going and then you're you're transported to a completely different place. And that it was almost like tremolo guitar or whatever and i was just going oh i love when bands catch people on the hop and that that just yeah. that song in particular fantastic man yeah, i just need like a big like emotional response for that track because i think lyrically all i was going for was this very big cacophony of emotion stuff like that now did you say that coincide with you were saying oppenheimer has come true now as as a major movie obviously you were ahead of the curve there you know yeah, yeah, I'm baiting it by accident. Yeah, no, I just... More than what Oppenheimer, I found it was a very interesting character because if you don't know, Oppenheimer was the lad who led the team that created the first atomic mm. bomb, which was dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. But afterwards, and like as the bomb first exploded for tests, he uttered the phrase, uh, I am become dead, destroy words, and he realized the true power of what he created. That's right, Jim. And he was, he was horrified in a way. And later when it became, as the Cold War developed and nuclear technology developed for bombs he became a very big proponent of stopping this because he recognized that this is too dangerous and i'm a big proponent of the anti-nuclear movement because let's face it with nuclear weapons humanity has created its own suicide weapon yeah that's what it is yeah. and i just wanted to create this character that um you know has arguably made the world a worse place and just the emotions that would follow from that yeah, and the paradox of it as well that once he did it, then he went completely against it and yeah, nearly yeah, ruined his career. Yeah, yeah, he was blacklisted from the industry and yeah, pretty much ruined his life for his morals. The character in this song doesn't quite go down that path. They make the world worse. Uh, then it's more about their emotional journey through it. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the EP is afterwards. But yeah, it's just funny how like I take this idea of Oppenheimer and back in uh, 2019 when I, when I do release it I didn't even think about when <laughs> I was saying the release date that it would coincide with a movie about his life and that is the one of the main things in the in the movie I don't know did you see it Letty yet did you uh no um I've kind of just been watching the the Barbieheimer memes from a distance <laughs> <laughs> it was genius like putting those two together or when they realized like like could we set the two together it's like, it's, it was like back like in 2020 when doom eternal and animal crossing came out the same week it's like you could either slaughter demons or you could have a little farm or boat one of my um one of my classmates when i was in school in history we all had to choose um a historical event to do our project on it it was about 50 percent of our overall grade for the final six year and um he did Oppenheimer and the creation of the nuclear bomb right so wow. um when uh the, when the movie was announced it was like William will like this yeah <laughs> or maybe he will because he'd be so busy like dissecting it <laughs> well, that's that's that what wrong. happened to me that's wrong that's only yeah. slightly true yeah yeah I, I need to see it a second time but again the main part of that um I am 
become debt destroyer of orals is, is mentioned in that. And I think it's on the trailer maybe as well. What I want to ask Cormac as well, because there's that significant part of the song um, where it's sang there is held by the hand twice the strength of mine, yet half the size. What does that reference? Or uh, Something kind of other unworldly. Like my idea in this song is that this character is now trying to kill themselves, trying to leap off a building or something. Mm-hmm. And he just feels something holding him aloft in the air. And he just sees a hand half his size, yet twice the strength because somehow holding up this giant man with no effort. And yeah. just this kind of under otherworldly sensation. And he kind of spends a lot of the rest of the EP kind of exploring this idea of uh, is there some sort of otherworldly, you no know, religious form or something like that. Mm. Okay. Just the composition of that song. How did you approach it? Like, was there three or four different ideas? Or when when did you write it? Was it one of the last songs you wrote, or was it one of the first songs? Or it would have been one of the last last songs. Like some of these songs I've had in my back pocket, or bits and pieces of it for their back pocket. Like Event Horizon, that's a Genova song that they didn't like. Okay, uh, but uh, for right to write, that would have been one of the later tracks. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm a huge Nabla Scars fan. I just like being able to go between those different sort of styles. And with this EP, I kind of had the idea of I want to write music where the lyrical journey is kind of follows the song. Like okay. almost I have a lyrical concept before the music is created. Mm. And I had this story basically of having this moment of just floating in the air. I said, this needs to be something extreme followed by something very soft because that's the very those are two extremes of the it human is, yeah. emotion yeah. experience to me musically it sounded like um bullet for my valentine and uh deftones especially with the chorus for deftones yeah i'm not confused definitely bullet for my valentine yep definitely a big fan of them uh i think they were my first ever metal concert oh nice yeah they're good ah like <laughs> oh, yeah that was like like 2008 when they're really at their peak yeah wow. Yeah, like I don't really know if I hear that Melkor influence myself. It's probably just like stuck in my head somewhere. I'm mean, refusing to admit it's there. <laughs> it's just a core memory at this point. <laughs> just to, to embed it in my DNA. <laughs> okay, so we'll go on to the title track, Bloodstained Wings. We'll give this a blast and we'll talk about it then.
some fantastic lyrics there and they suit the music perfectly with also the artwork. So a big yeah. shout out to Gavin Doyle, Symmetry Industry Studios. I haven't heard of Gavin being used now in a long while. It's good to see him back. Yeah, no, film. I think he just mainly does uh, graphic design and you know, the real world yeah. away from music. But yeah, when I just had the idea, okay, I want to get a, um, artwork made for this, obviously. I, can't, I had a basic idea, but I knew it would probably cost a lot of money to do like a real world photo shoot. So I said, okay, let's go art. Okay. Brought one or two, and I realized the problem with a lot of Ombars is they can price for a full band. I'm not a full band, like I can't split the high cost between five members. Yeah. And Gavin gave me kind of a very reasonable quote, like definitely very, very good. And yeah, I just created that art. It was like, you know, I'd know what I expected, but still very, very good. Yeah. And I kind of told him this idea of, I need to leave with this idea of, the eight with the person who should not have wings on them has very clearly gotten them through violence. Yes, as the lyrics suggest, is <laughs> impure <laughs> instinct I swung and sliced, suffocated into dirt with her face down in the gravel, cut off my prize. The angel wings are mine. As I ascend through morning clouds, I know this angel crying sound, a dying song my angel sings as I ascend on bloodstained wings. Excellent stuff, man. It really conjures up great images, doesn't it? Really yeah. painting a picture of the main character of the story. Yeah, funny story. I put that single out in, like, I think April 2020 with That's his right, original yeah. plan in mind. Did quite well. Uh, my parents got wind of it. Now, I really don't talk music with my parents because, let's face it, it's me screaming. It's kind of awkward to explain it to them. <laughs> uh, they got word of it. And then just one day, my mom walked into my room and said, like, read the lyrics are you okay is this <laughs> affecting you like pandemics it's like it's a character mom you wouldn't go to Stephen king and ask him if he's okay <laughs> it's like she says like okay this is why i'm, I'm not gonna talk, uh, sh like share music too much with my parents it's like because they're, they're gonna dissect everything to hell yeah yeah so interested as well in that cormac is the bass is really up front in that song and i really love that obviously it's deliberate can you maybe explain why uh, I like bass. Like I, I just wanted to have the bass on this record be, uh, you know, kind of its own instrument because you know a lot of metal bands get into the habit of just following the root notes. Yes. Or having no real, I, I can't follow this Pantera idea where you no, know, it just follows the rhythm guitar almost to the tone. Yeah. And it works a lot of the time, but a lot of songs it just doesn't. And for definitely for a song like this, you need to do something a little bit different. Hmm. And also, it's also the same problem. It's how many metal bands, the kind of leader of the band is the guitarist. So when they're mixing the album, it's kind of guitar centric. But me, I am the bassist. We're not going to name the guitarist. Names, but so everything gets can. equal love. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And again, shout out to Damien for a fucking terrific job. Yeah. On, the, on the drumming and that. Yeah, then this island does not recognize what sort of talent it has in Damien. Okay, track three, Event Horizon, another fucking great song, Jesus. Okay, let's give it a blast.
Letty, are you like me wanting to see this live? Yeah, like it's going to be an absolute pit starter when oh it's live. Oh my god. It needs to be fucking played live this EP. It Every needs song. to be let loose. Yeah. <laughs> I I would love to do this live, but it's just so hard to find musicians who could sort of play this sort of stuff. Like I'm not like some sort of technical wizard or anything, but just having sort of musicians who could play to this sort of caliber. I love Whitechapel myself. I play I used to play a lot of Whitechapel. I still do. Um just I don't live in Dublin. <laughs> I don't mind like people not living in Dublin. It's just like, can you just make like uh, one rehearsal when we need to do it? It's like, I don't know, when I like do bands, like some bands are like, okay, we meet up every week, we do this. I'm more of a kind of more the modern guys. It's like, listen, we jam when we need to jam, mm -hmm. we go where we need to. It's like, listen, if I find musicians who are up for it, then we'll make it happen. But I'm not home up. Also, I'm dead busy with you know, but like, like I reckon we will be launching like actually we, I can tell you we're gonna be launching very hard in the next month or so okay another excuse to come on <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah like talking to Dara he was saying like how Shannon is in Cork and yeah Dara and so James are in Dublin uh, well I remember uh, yeah Shannon and her brother are in Cork that's right yeah the brothers Jamie in Cork, so. and Dara and uh, Dan are based in Dublin yeah well, Dara's slightly outside Dublin but you get the idea yeah exactly so they don't get to rehearse at all or practice but yet they'll roll in and do a gig you know I mean it's kind of flying by the hat obviously but you know it, it, it suits Dara anyway he's not too hung up in it but we'll just park it for the moment because obviously a lot of solo artists get asked this, you know, they, you need this needs to be seen live. But no, no, this really needs. <laughs> if you gave us two of those songs live, any two you want, um, Cormac, I'd be happy, man. You know, seriously. Yeah, maybe one day, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Event Horizon itself, the track, My Every Molecule Has Been Ripped Apart not being only present, some strange concept far removed from man. This cannot be death, but it cannot be life. Is the protagonist stuck in between worlds there again? Yeah, or? Uh, yeah, it has kind of two meanings on a very obvious meaning. It's the event horizon. This is the point where you pass into a black hole and within a black hole, you cannot escape. It's such a heavy gravitation field, even light itself can't escape. Hmm. So this, it's this character who's ended up floating through space. Long story. But ended up floating <laughs> through space. It's been stuck in the size of Event Horizon knowing they're doomed. Yeah. They're gone. And it's not 100% known what happens in a Event Horizon. It's known you would literally, your mole, every molecule in your being would be destroyed. Yeah. But just to make, sticking out for one more song and kind of put this weird idea of, is there some sort of greater than spirituality? Hmm. Was this character was conscious through it? He has no body. It's been physically ripped apart. But what if they're still there somehow? And there's the metaphorical meaning of extreme depression. Yeah. yeah. You know, being stuck in this point where you realize, how is this life? Yeah. But the music definitely reflects it as well, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is like the whole EP is like me practicing this idea of like let's write music to the lyrical concept instead of the other way around. We're just like it's bands. They write some riffs. They put the song together, then they pass it to whoever writes the lyrics and said, put something you feel like on it. I was like, <laughs> to me, that feels like the wrong way. I feel like yeah. you should do it the other way around. Have what you're 
song but also the music definitely reflects the lyrical themes and you could base it around that and with this i knew it was something Cthulhu. it had to be some sort of horror beyond imagination and the event horizon literally is beyond what we can ever understand yeah yeah, I think of Jack Penders having that whole concept. A big shout out to Jack, man. Rotlust. I knew great. I stole it from somewhere. Um, yes, shout out to Jack. Love you, Jack. Yeah, yeah. So the last track then, The Shadow. The obvious one to close, yeah? Yeah, I felt like I, I, like I love album closers. I love when a song, it just feels like a closer. Like, you know yeah. how many albums are, it just feels like it just ends. Yeah. That's not good enough. I, I, I need a song where it feels like a proper closing and... I was making that, I felt like I need to wrap this up in a super epic way and just slowly calm it down. And I did this little thing where with Josh's, when we're mixing the end, I don't know if it was possible. Could you fade it out in such a way it feels like you're moving from this big, you know, EP production to literally almost as if you were sitting in a room with a guitarist and Steven. And it worked. Yeah. yeah. It just makes it feel more real. I love that. Jesus, that's really cool. Okay. I didn't we'll even know it was possible to do that sort of thing, like a fade out, but Josh found a way. Josh <laughs> found a way. Okay, this is the shadow.
excellent. Again, so many different styles. That almost step, drum, step, drum, step, drum. <laughs> Why was that put in there, for example? I saw it sound cool. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I mean, some concepts I'd like to take a lot about, some I do not. Does it sound cool? <laughs> yes, go with it. <laughs> like, Letty, hearing that. Exactly. It's, um, brings me back to um do you know radio video by system of a down when they just go into that reggae bit that's it actually yeah fair yeah. enough i don't know it but i think i could probably hear it in my brain and i will give credit i think damon did a lot of work on this track particularly because now i'll send all my ideas and my like, problem ideas. usually he'll take the bases i like, usually like kick the snare and kick in the same place mm. but symbols he will screw around with and i think that sort of offbeat thing that was his creation Offbeats off are always a win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely, 100%. I, I just love, you know, what you've done with all these tracks on it. Cormac, I mean, like, yeah, as, I genuinely mean it. Like, this is one of the best DPs I've heard this year, hands down. And, okay, so I'm going to throw your mind back again to 2019, 2020. Was there any particular bands or albums you were listening to back then that could have fueled your passion for for this or even books I think, maybe i think you definitely hear the emperor influence there because i am a big fan of like symphonic blackmail and that huge epic sound to it yeah uh, naval scars they're always going to be stuck in my head and uh, just thinking of like okay what huge epic thing could they are they doing that i could rip off <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> you could definitely hear that and like in the shadow at the end we have the the harsh vocal and the clean vocal yeah. doing these very different ideas against each other mm. Oh, yeah, a lot of Black Metal, a lot of McGlaw. Uh, think, think Event Horizon, that was a full-on Genova track originally. So you oh, definitely have that. Really, yeah? Yeah, no, Wallen was, I think we were writing for the next, the second EP that never happens. Or Wallen would be with them anyway. Mm. Uh, and I just said, okay, I'm going to write something slow and chuggy. Has a little bit of a weird rhythmic feel to it. And I wanted to push more clean bits in Genova. I was just like, okay, can I mix this weird groovy decor sound we have with a uh, weird Cotillion idea I have. <laughs> Worked. I'm on, yeah, I thought, I mean, yeah, kind of a blessing they didn't take in the end because now I was able to use it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is obviously um, like a concept EP. Um, how long did it take you to settle on the actual concept and like the content of it? Um... I knew what I tried. I had to do a concept idea. Uh, I think I had maybe the concept of the song Bloodstained Wings and the basic story of that. Then I kind of, well, how did this character reach that point? What would happen afterwards? And I think I had more or less had the idea cited by spring 2019. Then I started putting all together the remaining music and gluing together DP. Yeah. Nice. yourself releasing obviously so navigating this through social media and trying to find an audience for it how are you coping with it so far i mean listen social media is not my best point it's like i do feel kind of weird like reaching out to people to introduce the music to them so i'm kind of hoping it just catches on some people share it around i mean what i'm getting is people who are listening to it are liking it and i am a few Twitch streams I've done, you know, people are slowly picking up on it. It's nothing amazing, like, in terms of response, but, like, people are liking it. And to me, that's the most important bit. And then how I can grow it from there, 
I'll figure it out because like, that's one thing I like about this project is it's just mine. It's mine yeah. where I have the freedom to fail and the freedom just to fuck around and figure out what I'm going to do and just test myself. Mm. Letty, what do you think about that, you know, the whole navigation, self-releasing side of things? How how can Cormac get a bigger audience? Or Well, you know, I have like a million different Instagram accounts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> I do um, for different things. Um, I that would be the perfect time parody. for you to like get a sponsorship by Dashlane or something. <laughs> I have a million Instagram accounts, and I remember the password perfectly. Thanks to our sponsor, Dashlane. <laughs> They're definitely not all the same password. Um. <laughs> um, I generally use for growing things the lower followed hashtags, which I find make a lot of difference. Or so the ones that you have like a hundred plus posts. They seem to be the best ones. And also um, maybe recommend you, um, there's a YouTuber called ARTV. He does um, Twitch streams and YouTube streams himself, but he does a thing where you can basically pay $5 and he'll react to some of your song. It's basically a little fee for a bit of promotion. He gets about 3,000 viewers a stream. Not bad call. Pretty yeah. good. I just, yeah, I've seen a few of those sort of types hanging about like, yeah, it's definitely a weird way of doing promotion. Like, obviously, the big idea is go for a publicist and they'll get it out there to media. But, like, small stuff like this, yeah, that's honestly, it's not about college. You just got to make sure it's worth the money. Yeah. You know, um, it is only a fiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ARTV, I definitely recommend him because he has, um, I'm part, I'm one of his fans. So, um, he's got um, a really solid fan base. Yeah. I was going to write that down because today I'm learning something. <laughs> <laughs> the internet's a scary place. Um, TikTok, I probably wouldn't bother with. I was probably going to get banned soon. Yeah, I don't know about TikTok. It's like I've heard um, a million different things. Like Some are saying like you will get serious movement on TikTok if you just give it a try and just kind of play the game in that a little bit. On the other hand, it literally might be made illegal. I, I say there'd probably be pushback against that, like serious pushback. As I did, um, connection is. I did a little experiment, actually. I have a, I have a TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> um, I make very bad comedy on there, but um, <laughs> I um found you need to upload daily to get any sort of traction. I probably get about consistently two hundred views and about six likes, but you literally have to be posting all the time. So if you're posting sporadically, it kind of won't be worth your time. Oh, well, yeah, that's kind of a story with all social media, though. Like, Not how with is Instagram. Instagram. A little bit. I find the first time you post after a bit of a break, you will get a bump because Instagram will plug it a little bit to your followers. But I find like even after like two, three posts after that, your reach just is kind of gone. And that's one thing I did I think a little bit when I was restarting the project. Of, Wait, I've had this page for three years. I think I got a bunch of likes at the start and then it just died off. Like I'm going to get no reach because Instagram doesn't, or Facebook and Instagram don't trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I know that Adrian has a paid ad up on Facebook because anytime I fucking go on Facebook, the first thing that comes up is Necrokinesis' new album. Okay, so if I'm getting that, who else is, is getting it? Yeah, like I, I did I did advertise the Shadow for the lyric video. Uh, it, it just didn't react to it that much. Whatever yeah. reason, it just didn't react. I know. I've been told three or four times already to put the Metal Cell podcast on Twitch. But you know what? I couldn't be arsed being true. Just like and there's copyright not... laws on there are ridiculous and they're so strict with the sort of language you use, it honestly wouldn't be worth it. Oh, thank you. Thank oh, you. I That's got, great then. 
What about, for, what about for Cormac? You were saying that you have some music plays on it. Is it playing guitar and stuff on Twitch? Is it? Yeah, just me playing guitar along with the EP and other stuff I've done, like Al Shirey, Horrenda, Genova, stuff like that. I play covers every now and then, like just tracks I just have on Spotify. I just, I just know how to play through. I haven't got any problems with it yet. But, but like, what are you getting? Do you think you can grow it as such on Twitch? I mean, the music? There is space to grow on because there's not so much in the way of like metal guitarists there, but you know, you need to be on like constantly regularly. Okay. You need to have a good visual presentation and like, yeah, just being able to plug it really hard on the other social media because like, that's the one thing that is going to drive you towards Twitch is having constantly post posts, posts on Instagram or Facebook, or whatever. One mm. of um, my favorite American musicians, he's a drummer, his name's Six Six Samus. He's played with um, Veil with Maya. He was on uh, one Abigail of Devin Townsend's albums. He's just a, super cool guy but um he streams every tuesday and friday and um on twitch and youtube and um he gained like he had a big following before but um i think he's gained even more now yeah i know particularly in the last few years since particularly then during the lockdown twitch just went shotting up because it was such a novel way for you for musicians to get out there also i think drums are just visually far more interesting than guitar or vocals or anything like that. Yeah. So if you point. do say like like if you have a, a guitar cover, people will watch it and like other guitarists will like it. But a drum cover, that's just so much more visually exciting to watch. Yeah. It's like listen, I could play up and down the neck and yeah, it's not yeah, listen all of it is just not that interesting to watch sometimes. A drummer yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> if you scroll really far down on my Instagram, you'll find drum covers, but I'm not in it. It's just the audio. <laughs> no. Okay, good plug anyway. I'm not in it. <laughs> exactly. Don't scroll down that far. <laughs> but which account is it though, Letty? That's the problem. <laughs> that's the secret or key. <laughs> I know you're not plugging it very well. <laughs> While we're still plugging, um, Cormac, you can get your EP on CD. Yeah, exactly. I got the CDs right over there. I got the T-shirts the right over there as well. Excellent. And there's Fun a CD T-shirt bundle, I presume, yeah? Yeah, it's just a simple CD. Like, buy a T-shirt, you get a CD with it. Simple okay. Excellent. I'll be purchasing one of them anyway. So I love you. Thank you very much, Richie. Yeah. I, I appreciate people that put stuff on CDs, even though you yeah, had no. a bit of a fucking issue with it, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, looking back, I, I, here's what happened was... I ordered the CDs. I ordered like 25 CDs just because I didn't, I wasn't hugely confident in how many I would ship, which to be honest, I was right. And uh, what happened was I just paid him X amount and he said, oh, I'll get it to you within two weeks. Okay, brilliant. Mm. So that's decent turnaround time. Two weeks, someone goes like, where is I? So I just went and I'm like, well, I'm to the CDs. I said like, oh, yeah, sorry, I had a problem with the artwork. Can you send it again? So, like, so I did that. The guy was busy with work and other stuff like that. Eight weeks passed. It's like, wait a second. What are those CDs? It's like, then the text was like, oh, I never got the artwork. I said, yes, you did. It says here, I, t I sent it to you and you downloaded it. Oh, I, I didn't. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, it just became a couple weeks back and forth on him. Uh, just different excuses, him forgetting stuff. Him taking on the website down at one point. So it's just like, oh, so you want me to lose contact with you. Problem is, for my job, I'm very good at open source research on the internet. <laughs> I got his address and phone number and I just made the point of and I started the conversation with his full name so Mr. XYZ yeah. living at X, uh, whatever street mm. you can either give me money back or I can send uh, bring this to the 
to the small claims court with your exact details, you're not getting away with this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, and it I, came I, to I, that, man. Yeah. I, although looking back now, I, the website down, and the fact that I have a bunch of peers who are saying, no, nah, he was fine with me. He got the order done pretty quickly. I said, like, that did work with me. But looking back, I think something might have been up with the lad. I'm not sure. I don't think he was purposely trying to scam me. I, I think something was up with the lad. And the fact that he took down the website maybe suggests it's maybe a bit more long term. Who knows? But mm. yeah. at least you got him anyway in the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just went to a nurse supplier they had sorted within a week. It's just like, where'd they go with you in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it's trial and error, man. Trial and yeah, error. Yeah, exactly. You find out who is on, isn't worth your time. That was a boy of Alshari as well. Yeah, Jesus, it's true. It's true. So, Letty, any other questions for Cormac before we wrap it up? Um, You're going to no, hit him with a curveball, maybe. Go on. <laughs> I won't pull an ardoir. I won't, like, drop <laughs> your, like, credit card details. <laughs> I'll get those for you now. <laughs> I guess I'll ask my signature question. Um, yeah. If you could collaborate with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, hard one, hard one. Uh, again, I'll be a fanboy saying it was cars because they have such a crazy way of songwriting. It's just incredible. Uh, James Atfield, because as a lyricist, he is a genius. Yeah. Also, you're going to turn down a chance to be in the same room as James Atfield. No, you're not. Exactly. No, you're not. No. Uh, in terms of drummers, just trying to think, like, I would love to work with like just some of the best drummers, like, like bass, Steve Giorgio. I think drums, Alex Rudiger like, would be a good shout for you for drums. Yeah, that crazy uh, German tech style. Like, yeah, like, like, I, I tend like I, I like the sound. That's why I like extreme progressive metal. Like, you take these ideas that are not extremely heavy, in my opinion, but you mix them with a tech that Dremel instead of the riff being super up and down the scale. It's something a bit more singable. I think you got a winning formula right there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just give me a crazy every tech deck drummer you can think of. <laughs> Gene Hoglin for me, anyway, without a doubt. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. We won't work with him. Actually, uh, Brendan Small, uh, guy who does all the stuff for Deck Clock. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Like, I was, like nice. there's good video of him and Gene Hoglin working together. Guys, damn, these guys are super, like, how efficient they are. They take, like, a 30 second little clip of a song for the show and they said okay let's turn this into a four minute actual track and then you just come with that or you see the work he did I'd like that uh, the musical he did with that clock is like listen to play this song like oh my god I got proper chills come up the arm he's yeah. um he's got an episode on Drumeo actually I don't know if you've ever heard of that YouTube channel um, online drum lessons they get yeah. celebrity yeah, yeah. drummers in and Gene did um, an episode yeah, he did. Uh, what was it? The philosopher, was it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I and I said that's why I, I say with content, go for drums because it's just a far more interesting instrument when it comes to like video. Okay, Cormac. Listen, thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Congratulations again on one of the best EPs released in the Irish metal scene this year. I'm hanging my hat on it and saying it straight <laughs> up. Please, if you're watching this, check out Cormac. Get on to Bandcamp. He's got a bundle going. Let's get some T-shirts and CDs out there. Listen, continued success, my friend. Thank you very much for having me, Richie. And thank you very much, Letty. No problem. Yeah. See ya. And thanks, Letty, right. for joining the show as well. And as I always finish with, support your local medicine.